Welcome to The Daily Decrypt, the go-to podcast for all things cybersecurity. Get ready to decrypt the complexities of cyber safety and stay informed. Stand at the frontier of cybersecurity news, where every insight is a key to unlocking the mysteries of the digital domain. Your voyage through the cyber news vortex starts now. All right, good morning, everyone. Today is February 27th, and you're listening to The Daily Decrypt. Today, we're joined by Hot Girl Farmer to do more reactions to your favorite segment, Who's Been Popped? Oh my gosh, they got popped? Next up, we're cracking open the not-so-secret world of password reuse, revealing that despite a deluge of cybersecurity training, many still can't resist the siren call of 123456. Then, we'll explore the shadowy depth of subdomailing, where hijacked domains are not just a breach of trust, but a mailman's worst nightmare, delivering scams right to your inbox. Makes you miss the days where spam was just a can of meat, right? Next, we dust off the archives to find an ancient content management system making a comeback, providing that, proving that in the cyber world, old bugs are just vintage hacks waiting for their second wind. And finally, we're locking down the story of the LockBit ransomware group's resurgence, a tale of digital defiance that proves you can't keep a bad virus down. Alright, so before we dive into your favorite segment, Who's Been Popped, just wanted to remind everyone that we understand that these situations are very serious and they will be delivered in a lighthearted way using dad jokes, but our, our goal is to just deliver the news in a fun and consumable way. Our hearts are out there with everyone going through these hard times. So without further ado, welcome Hot Girl Farmer. Hi again. U-Haul reports a data breach that affected 67,000 customers. I guess that's one way to lighten your load. Phoenix, Arizona-based moving company U-Haul experienced a data breach last year that affected roughly 67,000 customers across the U.S. and Canada, the company confirmed on February 23rd. U-Haul discovered the breach, which occurred through hacking between July 20th and October 2nd and in early December 2023. During the breach, customers' names, birthdates, and driver's license numbers were acquired, according to Jeff Lockridge. The breach occurred after an unauthorized party used legitimate credentials to access a system used by U-Haul dealers and employees to view customers' reservations and records. American Vision Partners announces data breach affecting 2.3 million eye care patients. Too bad they didn't see this coming. On February 6th, Medical Management Resource Group American Vision Partners filed a notice of data breach with the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services offices. The company explained that the incident resulted in an unauthorized party being able to access customers' sensitive information, which includes their names, social security numbers, contact information, dates of birth, certain medical information, and insurance information. Security Week reports that the incident impacted roughly 2.35 million individuals. A U.S. health tech giant, Change Healthcare, was hit by a cyber attack. Change healthcare? More like change your passwords. The company said it was experiencing a network interruption related to a cybersecurity issue. And once we became aware of the outside threat, in the interest of protecting our partners and patients, we took immediate action to disconnect our systems to prevent further impact. The incident began on February 20th in Nashville, Tennessee. 
And the company stated on its website that it handles 15 billion healthcare transactions annually, and that one in three U.S. patient records are touched by our clinical connectivity solutions. Australian internet service provider Tangerine has suffered a data breach with the full names, dates of birth, email addresses, and mobile phone numbers of more than 200,000 customers being taken by hackers. You know what they say when life hands you tangerines? What? (laughs) Tangerine said in an email to customers that their personal information was disclosed on a breach on February 18th, which was reported to management two days later. The phone and broadband provider is headquartered in South Melbourne and is one of Australia's fastest growing internet providers. And our final breach is a DDoS attack that hits the University of Cambridge in England and other UK colleges. This was not smart. The University of Cambridge in England reported that it was the victim of a cyber attack on February 19th. Students were notified of the attack, which affected its access to IT services such as CAMSYS, the university's comprehensive system for handling student information, records, and transactions, and Moodle, its virtual learning environment. Man, I love talking about passwords, and most cybersecurity professionals probably do as well, unless they're sick of talking about passwords, because, hey, guess what? There's one thing you can do to drastically improve your cybersecurity posture, and that's not reuse passwords. Recently, LastPass came out with some research that they did to help understand the efficacy of those cyber awareness training videos circulating around corporations and government buildings. And they found that a staggering 79% of individuals found the training helpful, yet a mere 31% ceased the practice of password reuse. So essentially, thanks for the training. Um, no. Guys, it's not that scary. It's actually easier to use a password manager to generate all your passwords for you. And then you get to be one of those 31% of cool kids who don't reuse any passwords. Password reuse emerges as a particularly vexing issue. Bitwarden finds that 84% of internet users admit to such practices, which triggers a few alarms, especially for IT teams. Compromised personal passwords can serve as a backdoor for attackers into a more secure organizational network. In our show notes, you'll find an article that recommends a multifaceted approach to combating these challenges by integrating technology with training to foster a more secure password culture. Among the suggested strategies are running password audits, enforcing strong password policies, utilizing password managers, and implementing multi-factor authentication. Nothing you haven't heard here. The the time is winding down. Grab a glass of wine and set up your password manager. Send us a DM if you want recommendations. Spoiler, we're going to recommend 1Password. There's a new attack out there called subdomailing, which sounds like subdomain, and it's exploiting over 8,000 legitimate internet domains and 13,000 subdomains to send up to 5 million emails per day. These hijacked subdomains of major brands are being used in a colossal spam campaign to generate revenue through scams and malvertising. Imagine receiving an email from a domain belonging to trusted names like MSN, VMware, Even The Economist 
You'd think it's safe, right? That's exactly what the orchestrators behind subdomailing are banking on. By hijacking these abandoned subdomains, the threat actors bypass spam filters with ease, even manipulating email verification protocols like SPF and DKIM to cloak their nefarious emails in a veil of legitimacy. Basically, all this is saying is that major names, like the ones listed before, have let subdomains, which is the part to the left of their main domain, like shop.amazon.com, shop amazon.com includes the subdomain shop and they've let these sort of expire because they're not being used anymore well turns out bad actors can go buy them up and send emails from them and do all kinds of nefarious things so just be very vigilant about what you're clicking on try to reduce the amount of links you click on in your email and arm yourself with knowledge know that not all subdomains are safe. So cyber crooks have dusted off a 14-year-old content management system editor known as FCK Editor to launch a devious scheme. Their targets? None other than education and government websites across the globe. These digital desperados are exploiting what's called open redirects. So in layman's term, this is when a website sends you to another page without checking if it's legit. Using this ancient artifact of the internet, the content management system, attackers are pulling a fast one on search engines. They're boosting scam sites in your search results, which is a dirty trick known as SEO poisoning. It's like rigging the internet popularity contest to make the bad guys look good. So this specific editor, FCK editor, was once the crown jewel of web editors, letting users tweak websites with ease. Sort of like the Squarespace of the time. So fast forward to today, and it's the hacker's tool of choice for their redirect ruse. This article basically just highlights the fact that hackers are very creative, and despite all of our efforts, it's going to be a continuous cat and mouse game to try to stop them they're going to pull out old tools and use them in ways they weren't intended to be used. So be careful what you're clicking out there. Same message. If they're not paying for ad space on Google, they're using these tools to boost their standings on Google SEO. And these search results can look remarkably like legitimate websites. And finally, it looks like the Lockbit ransomware group, despite a global crackdown, has popped back up on the dark web. The Lockbit ransomware group is infamous for its cyber extortion tactics and has appeared to have been dealt a crippling blow by an international law enforcement effort. In a dramatic turn of events, though, just days after their infrastructure was dismantled, Lockbit's leader defiantly posted a message and relisted alleged victim organizations. So I say alleged because it looks like all the organizations they're listing as having been breached by them was done. All the breaches had been done prior to them being shut down. So it's likely a show of force and not actually a legitimate threat at this time. They're still trying. Keep your eyes out for everything you know about them. But not too much to worry about yet. Hopefully it stays that way. These silly guys, you know, they just have their egos and they want them stroked. 
that's all we got for you today. Thanks to Hawk Girl Farmer for coming on and reacting to the breaches of the week. We will talk to you some more tomorrow. Thank you.